0: hey what's going on guys it's JC podcast and i'm back on the podcast for you guys today guys we've got episode number 106 number 14 for um i believe yep number 14 for promo school um you know we were gonna do this on tuesday but i thought you know WrestleMania was so big let's just do a whole episode on wrestlemania and as you guys know we're joined by my dad today dad how are you today
1: doing great uh hello everyone
0: all right guys now uh, Dad, I think we can both agree, you know, this WrestleMania was shaping up to be a bit, everyone could say, average lackluster, with um, the build, but, you know, it. it I'm going to be honest, we'll get into where it ranks, we'll get into how good it was, but by the look of how everything transpired, it was actually a great WrestleMania. What do you think, you know, before we get into match by match about this WrestleMania, and, and do you think it lived up to the actual WrestleMania prestige?
1: You no, know, I think we were discussing prior to it that, uh, you know, the build-up. Uh, I was really disappointed in, uh, in yeah. the last few weeks how they were kind of building it up. Um, you know, once, uh, I guess, uh, you know, we were there the Saturday night uh, and then Sunday. Uh, as always, you know, they know how to put on a show. They know that this is their uh, biggest event. Right. Uh, there is for the year. And, um, you know, and they treated it like it. And then they, you know, they put the product... Uh, and entertain people just as, as you know, it's one of the biggest.
0: Yep, I completely agree. Um, th- this was actually we'll get into the uh, obviously the, the logistics and an in-depth analysis, but let, let's get started with night one there. Um, night one opened up with the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura Rick Boogs. Now I thought they would open up with the Seth Rollins match, but that's all right. Um, but during this match, actually it ended off really quickly because. It looked like Rick Boogs had carried, I believe it was Jimmy Uso. And then um, the other Uso brother, Jay Uso, jumped on top and and it looked like his knee gave out. Um, And then they later announced that he suffered a torn quad um, tendon, I believe, and he's going to need surgery. So it it didn't look like it was. It looked like he was playing into the angle. Like you know, like someone gets injured, the WWE angle. But he was actually injured, and he got carried out, and he did not finish the match. But he got injured in that, and you know that that looked like a, a, not the best way to start WrestleMania. A guy going down and getting injured, obviously. Um, and then Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. This went, you know, how everyone thought it was gonna go a, a hard hitting match, and Drew McIntyre is the first one to ever kick out of um Happy Corbin, Baron Corbin, whatever you want to call him, um, end of days, and he was the first one to kick out of that um so you know it looks like drew McIntyre is going to go up against roman reigns we'll see where that goes and then dad this is the one i'm going to ask you about the miss the miz and logan paul versus the mysterios now logan paul in my opinion he was actually great in this match you know considering he's not a full-time performer and not an actual wrestler you know i know he had a wrestling background when he was younger and obviously he'd done the boxing stuff but He was actually pretty good in the ring and they win this match. They win this match and everyone's expecting, you know, maybe they win. Okay. They could actually go forward and be a tag team or maybe they lose and it results in Logan actually, you know, become a good guy side with the Mysterios, but they swerved us and Miz hits a skull crushing finale. And uh, he gets cheered with this match uh, doing after doing this after the match. And what did you think that of of his performance? And, you know, it looks like Logan Paul is going to stick around and do something
1: with the Miz. Well, you know what he—it uh, looked like he belonged out there. Um, yeah, did not look out of place. I mean, you—you know—they're bringing a lot of uh, celebrities just to pull names. Maybe a younger crowd, like in this case. And uh, you know, they're all—you know—they're awkward in the rank and and, and um, just—you know—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 uh, it's a little off, but uh, not him. Uh, yeah. You know, he hits, He had—you know—some uh, great moves. Uh, you know, it looked like he—you know—he's been wrestling uh, most of his life. Uh, and, uh, if, if somebody was watching it for the first time, I don't think they would have been able to tell that, that this right. guy is not a full-time wrestler. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it was, uh, it was, it was a good match. It was a fun match. Yeah. They, they ended it, uh, you know, with the, with the, with the big surprise. I think we both, uh, thought they were going to go in a different direction, but, uh, mm-hmm. as always, you know, I think I uh, sold, you know what this, uh, as I said, you know, they always look for uh, what to do in the next uh, coming, uh, you know, a couple of months. And I think uh, we have our answer with that ending, uh, you know, where this is heading with those two now.
0: Yeah, it was great long-term looking there. And, and I loved a particular part of the match I believe he did it on um Rey Mysterio. Must have been Rey Mysterio. Logan Paul did the three amigos, which is the Eddie Guerrero move. And then he got up and he did the Eddie Guerrero, like little shake, shimmy shake, whatever you want to call it. And then he and then he hit the frog splash. That was a lot of heat. He received a lot of heat from that. Obviously, you know, he, he he's obviously gonna get hate. He's obviously gonna get that hate when you mimic the Eddie Guerrero move, especially against Rey Mysterio. Um, next. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Pillar. And I thought they would go with Bianca winning this. And Bianca had a great um, um, entrance. I believe it was a university. I, I think it was tech. They said Texas, Texas university, something like that. Did the, uh, did the entrance. Um, and she gets a her revenge here after that SummerSlam quick, you know, squash match. Actually this up until this point in the show i thought this was match of the night this is a great harding match they had matches with you know spots in the match where they had the 450 splash you know they use the ringside steps um the turnbuckle a great match and you know belair wins this match and and uh, she's the raw Women's champion which i thought was the right result um and then next you know i think this is what everyone was waiting for um on the show um seth rollins comes out in his entrance you know Everyone's expecting it. This music stops. He's telling, you know, he's screaming, you know, who is it? Stop wasting my time. Who is it? Um, And then obviously, you know, the lights go out. And as soon as the lights went out, I'm like, there's no way they're bringing out the Undertaker. You know, there's no way. And then I believe you hear wrestling has more than one royal family. And as soon as that was said, you hear the screams, you hear the screams. And he's got the whole, you know, Cody Rhodes is the opponent. Cody Rhodes comes out, you know, he's got the whole persona with the whole music uh, from AEW, his time in AEW, the same gear, everything. And Cody Rhodes, you know, what a moment, Dad. What did you think, you know, that whole reaction and uh, obviously led to Cody Rhodes being Mr. Man's hand-chosen opponent for Seth Rollins?
1: Uh, You know what? To be honest with you, I think that was the loudest uh, the crowd was the whole entire night, Uh, you know, um, when uh, (laughs) when it was his entrance. Um, Yeah. I don't think I heard it, heard them any louder uh, the rest of the night. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, I think it was sort of a, not a big secret. I think we expected it, but you know right. what they did? They did kind of uh, uh, just a hint that, you know, other superstars that may may come up. So they did put a little bit of a doubt in everybody's mind, but uh I think uh, it was expected, and uh, you know it uh, worked in their favor. It was a it was a great match.
0: Yeah, I agree, and, and it ended off with Rhodes hitting two crossroads, and then he did the whole vintage, you know, the dusty roads, the jabs, as fog the jabs, and then the elbow, and 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 he talked about you know he had a media session the the, the morning after Sunday morning, if you know fans would get it, and he said as soon as he hit the first job you he hear the reaction, he's like okay, yeah, they they get it. He hits the elbow, and then he hits the third crossroads and he wins the match so great tribute to obviously his dad um and and he said you know and i think this was easily matched tonight but he also said that you know in in that media session you could say um the last person he actually saw before going out was triple h and he you know bashed triple h he did a whole thing in aw entrance where he you know Beat a throne, as in the king of kings, the throne. Um, and 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 you know, they looks like they patched things up and he got emotional. And he even said, you know, Triple H is his favorite wrestler of all time. Um, so it looks like everything's okay with them. And he also tweeted, Wrestling is a love story. It has 107,000 likes right now. And I believe the first tweet that WWE put out that was the Cody Rhodes, um, um, you know, the whole entrance and, and how he's in WWE. I believe right now it sits at 91,000 likes and obviously other posts as well, 30, 40, but 91 there. His tweets got it. You know, it was a big moment Um, for obviously wrestling. This is this is crazy. He's the first AEW big star to jump from AEW, you could say, to WWE. And he also said he wants to present himself in WWE without fear. And that's one of those changes he's going to bring. Um, And yeah, he said the whole Triple H moment was emotional for him. Um and he says he's great to see him healthy and then he also made a joke about you know he can't wait for a WWE writer to approach him and he'll probably lie to their face and say yeah it sounds great you know he knows how things are with the whole writing team and the booking but I think this is a great sign of where things start to come with WWE um and I think Cody Rhodes you know this is they're not going to drop the ball this this is going to be great um but dad where do you see you know He's, he's expected to come out tonight for Monday Night Raw. I believe they're confirmed as well. But uh, long term, you know, I think he's going to be the guy that changes WWE b- becoming more less scripted. I could say like they're scripted right now. I think he's going to come out there tonight. And I believe he said he, he just wants to talk to the fans and say why he's back and what his intentions are. And I think, you know, he talked about. You know, he 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 always dreamed about winning the world championship and giving it to his 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 father Dusty Rhodes. But he 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 got emotional. You know, he can't do that. Um, but you know, he felt that. He also said he felt that when he was out there wrestling Seth Rollins, he felt like, you know, he felt his father there, does the late great Dusty Rhodes, and, and it was a great moment um, for for Cody. But what do you think? You know, long term, I I don't see WWE messing this up. But what do you think? You know, Cody Rhodes, that I I I I guess we expect to be a world champion coming soon.
1: Well, you know what? I think uh, at this this point in his career and the way he's come back, he's a little more control of what uh, what goes on out there when he comes out there. Uh, right. As far as you know, what the writers have to say, the more of an input from him. Uh, and I think uh, that's what he's probably looking for. And I think that's what he's probably going to get. They're going to give him a little more freedom yeah. to, to do, you know, what he, you know, does because, you know, as, as look where he's taking the the AW, so, uh, you know, it works out for both sides, right? It's a win-win situation for both sides. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, his, his, his dad's got a lot of, um, you know, memories, legacy with this company and, uh. Uh, I think you know that's uh, that's gonna help them uh, as well. So uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's heading in a great direction. Uh, you know, I'm you know, really excited to to see where this heads.
0: Yeah, th- this is a great moment. I-, I think this is one like easily top three graded like craziest greatest wrestling moments i've seen like this is if they do this and i think they will i know a lot of people are saying they don't trust wwe i think they will there's no way you know they're gonna mess this up because this is huge for them um and i think this will go down as one of the greatest moments of wrestling history uh but following that we had charlotte versus ronda now this we went from potentially two back-to-back matches of the women's match and Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins being match of the night candidates. This is uh, this Charlotte Ronda. I can't believe it. This was easily the worst match of the night. Like this is not interesting at all. They had so many botches during this match. They messed up so many moves, um, but they played into it. You know the referee didn't see Ronda submit Charlotte and pin Charlotte, and then she had that foot on the rope. This this is obviously going to continue, um, and then she pins Ronda Rousey here for the win you know, Dad, what did you think about this match? And I believe there's a report that Ronda left the Hall of Fame because she was unhappy with Austin being the main event, not her. And she came out to say this is false. So good on her for saying that because I, it didn't really seem accurate, to be honest, and, and I'm glad that she said that. But, you know, this match, in my opinion, was not a great match. I think they could have done so much better. Um, but what do you think, Dad? You know, this is a match that you were particularly interested in and maybe I was a little bit too, but they, they didn't live up to the hype
1: yeah you know what it was uh to, to put it lightly it was a very sloppy uh match mm. uh as you said with uh, yep. with a lot of uh errors and mistakes and missed um, you know it's just uh i think uh, if if once you know something gets missed or something you know is, is not right that's right at the beginning uh, it just sort of spirals. And I think this is what happened in this match where it just kind of stayed in the back of their head. Yeah. And uh, they're, you know, just kind of continued onwards with different, different mistakes. Uh, you know, it should have been one of the, you know, one of the best matches uh, for, you know, for the evening. But uh, just the sloppiness of it and, uh, uh, you know, it just uh, I took a lot of air out uh, with, with all yeah. those mistakes and all that out of the match.
0: Yeah, you know, this is obviously going to continue, so I hope that they can touch up on things and and make this a better feud because the build for this too also wasn't the greatest, so I hope they can do better. And then Kevin Owens and Steve Austin, you know, Kevin Owens actually, he was amazing in this. You know, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, deserve all the credit in the world because they built their feuds without having their opponent um, actually be there and be present for the buildup but kevin owens and seth uh, you know they're great and kevin was great you know he trash talked he did all that and then he said you know i didn't i didn't call you out here for a talk show i called you out here for a match to give austin that final match in front of you know his home state and this went you know thank god they did a no hold to bar because austin you know he, he he the age obviously too plays a factor but you know th- i thought they did great for what they had with austin um obviously he's not you know Prime Stone Coast Steve Austin, but I thought they they did something great with that, and then you know, a great way to end the show. But what did you think? That I think this is the right move to have this close the show, and I think this is a great you know, it was funny and it was entertaining at the same time.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm making it a no-haul holds bar. Uh, you know, I think yeah. it was uh, it was the right call because uh, as far as uh, Austin's movement, where you know, with his knees and all that, uh, it's not there yeah. anymore. Um, so uh, and then it was quite noticeable. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, because Kevin Owens, is such a great entertainer, great wrestler, uh, that, you know, even a mediocre match, you know, he can, uh, do his magic and then make it a great one. And then I think, uh, you know, he, uh, <laughs> leading up to it, as you said, on his own, you know, built this uh, yep. match up so much, uh, that, um, you know, there was no way that, that they could really fail. And, uh, uh, for for yeah, as, as you said, for what uh, you know with Austin and with age and all that, uh, I think you know they 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 held their they held their own.
0: Yeah, uh, I, good yeah. yeah, completely agree. And and Stone Cold was told about this match in January, as well as Kevin Owens. He knew about this, and you know he can finally say that you know he could he, he made an event to WrestleMania, and you know coming out of this, they better see what they have that Kevin Owens because everyone loves Kevin Owens. I think he's a great worker, and he deserves you know championship run if not put him in the main event scene you know on monday night raw he, he completely deserves it uh but night two night two started off with triple h uh everyone was shocked you no know, i was i was pretty shocked too triple h came out to actually start the show and you know he came he introduced you know let's go it's time to get ready for wrestlemania he leaves the ring, but he also left his boots in the ring, and that's obviously playing off the whole stuff that he announced his retirement. Uh, but what did you think, Dad? I thought this is the right move to start the show up now that now that we've seen. I thought I wasn't expecting this, but this is the right move. You know, he kicked off WrestleMania and he left his boots, signaling, and and you know everyone knows that you know he's officially retiring, and uh, it was, he's had a great career. Um, but yeah, this this is. I think he deserved a moment like this because he had he didn't really get that. Um, with the whole COVID stuff and, um, and, and announcing it during the Stephen A broadcast, the interview. But I, I'm glad you got this moment. And, you know, is it the right decision to start this uh, night too with, with Triple H?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think it was a classy move. Um, and uh, because, uh, you know, if there's somebody that deserves to be in every WrestleMania, it's him. And, uh, you know, now that he's not going to be wrestling anymore, but to bring him out, to start it off, uh, it was a very classy move and and a well deserved uh you know ovation that the fans can you know show their appreciation for him uh for right. how much he's done over the years and how entertaining and how amazing that uh, his career has been and uh yeah i think it was the right call and then yeah uh, you know and uh, leave the shoes there you know which everybody already knew but uh yeah. you know i think uh, just uh, it just gives everybody that that you know closure that yeah. uh, that they need yeah. to see
0: yeah, completely agree. And uh following that, we had the raw tag team championship, RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. And this is actually a really good match. It ended out with, I believe it was um Orton hit Gable with the with the RKO. And then um I believe it was Montez Ford on the top rope as well. And uh matt riddle hit him with that as well the rko and then after that gable stevenson you know this is the 21 year old the ncaa world champion the wrestling champion he came out um and chad gable jumped the ring he slapped the, the street prophet's drink out of stevenson's hand stevenson takes off his i believe he took off his shirt and hit uh, chad gable with a belly-to-belly suplex and he's looking like you know he he's drafted in the draft i believe for monday night raw and, he, and he's ready. He left his shoes actually as well in the Olympic, uh, the mat when he won his when he won first place. And he looks like he's going to be coming into WWE. And, you know, he could be the next Kurt Angle, next Brock Lesnar as well, making that jump. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do as well. Um, he's got the big body. And I think, yeah, at this young age, he can learn and he can be, become a big star in this industry. Bobby Lashley versus Omas. You know, th- th- this went how we thought it was going to go. Really slow paced match, but. Um, Bobby Lashley defeats Omos and gives him his first loss. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. This is actually hilariously entertaining. You know, credit to Sami Zayn as well. He he took some crazy bumps. He went through a mouse trap. He took that bowling ball. You know, he and then he got that giant mouse trap, which led to uh, Johnny Knoxville taking the pin. But what did you think, Dad? You know, this is a sort of a comedy. You know, hard hitting because they took some crazy punishment in this match as well.
1: You know, for everything that was going on and then uh, for them to sort of nail it, you know, dead on uh, with with everything that they wanted to do, I think... uh, uh it was amazing to to you know to actually it was really really as you said really entertaining yeah um but you know yeah and 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 everything kind of worked i think the way they were planning on working you know you never felt that oh they missed this or you know with that big uh high five or whatever they call that uh you know they it was a perfect angle with the camera as he walked in and um you know so yeah they, they did everything it was uh you know it was, it was nice just to you know, waiting for the other big matches just to have a nice, relaxing, fun,
0: yeah, uh, match.
1: And then I think, uh, you know what, I I respect Sammy Dane, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he, you know, he, he, uh, he was right in there with them and uh, he made it fun as well.
0: Yeah, he's, he's completely entertaining him and Kevin Owens, great friends, and they hyped each other up on Twitter, so that's always great to see. Um, the women's tag team championship match now, this is predictable too. Sasha Banks and Neil, we get. They win they win the championships and Sasha gets his, her, her first win at WrestleMania and she was emotional for that and she completely deserves it. Um AJ Styles versus Edge now there's rumors and, and reports that Edge is going to get a heel stable with Damian Priest. Now Damian Priest has sort of you know been the mid-carter but he hasn't really got that big breakthrough but i think pairing him with edge is going to be great and he distracted aj styles in this match and edge got the win um and then they both laughed and they both posed together and it looked like i think believe priest you know bowed to him as well too um but that that was great and i think this is going to continue this feud maybe get finn balor involved side with aj but i've also heard that edge is going to be added to the stable A woman as well, Rhea Ripley, she'd be a great addition, and maybe Tommaso Ciampa as well. So we'll see where that goes. I'm expecting a follow on Monday Night Raw, but a great match. And then we had New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Now, this was literally pointless. I don't know why they did it. It was supposed to be on night one, but things ran too, I guess, long. And um, they put on night two, but this is legit pointless. I saw no great things about this match being said. This is literally a terrible match. Um, I'm not sure why they put this in. The only good thing I liked about this match is New Day coming out with the with the Biggie Langston, um, uh, Biggie Langston, Biggie now, Biggie gear, um, and and you know showing him that little tribute because you know he's got that neck injury and, and we're not sure you know how long he's gonna take to for his recovery, um, and then Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. This was actually amazing. You know these celebrities, not celebrities, but you know you could say these. You know, guys that came for that one payoff match at WrestleMania, they performed. You know, he did some amazing moves. He tried to hit a swanton bomb and looked like it, but he moved out of the way. He had some great hard hitting moves in this match, and he he gets the roll up pin um, on Austin Theory. But this was not the only match involving Pat McAfee. Um, you know, Vince was slapping McAfee at the bottom. He was angry. He took his suit off, and he had a tank top. It looked like that underneath. The bell had rung, and Vince McMahon had a match. Vince McMahon had a match, but it resulted in Pat McAfee obviously getting hit by Theory. Vince threw him around, um, and, and Vince got the pinfall. Now, I'll, I'll finish up what entirely happened and, and, and explain why I think this is horrible. That left, you know, Theory and, 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 and Vince standing over him, um, celebrating. And obviously, you know, everyone thought Theory, Vince in the ring, who's going to come out and save Pat McAfee? Austin 316 comes out, you know, he stunners Austin Theory and Austin Theory sold that. It was it was an amazing sell, a great sell job. And then you had Vince McMahon take the stunner. I couldn't, I don't know. I think this is the worst Stone Cold stunner I've seen in my life. That what what do you think of Vince McMahon taking the stunner? Because it's like he kicked him, he fell back against the ropes, he was falling all over the place, and he looked like he almost tore his quads again, taking that stunner. But what do you think of that?
1: Well, you know <laughs> at at the age that he's at he's got to remember that if he thinks that you know he can do what he did back in the day uh you know your muscles your legs your whole body reacts differently to somebody you know picking you and then you think you're going to bounce back in a perfect uh uh way that you know so that you know they can complete the move but that doesn't happen you know he's he's an older guy now and uh, i think that's what happened that you know any little movement so uh, but you know what? Kudos to him for, you know, to to come out and, and, and still, you know, <laughs> do what he did at his age. Uh, it's uh, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Like, th- th- this is, I, I, I like, okay, I get that they wanted to go to the Austin angle, but I don't think you need to do that match. Like, why did Pat McAfee have to lose to Vince McMahon is beyond me. Uh, but Austin, it's the stunner and, and then he obviously stunners after the match. Uh, Pat McAfee as well. But, you know, the the original match that's supposed to happen on the card, McAfee, Theory, was a great match. And Vince sees, you know, Theory is a big world champion. Even in introduction, he said future world heavyweight champion. And and he's great as well. But that was a great match. And the main event, you know, they hyped this up as the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. Episode number three with these two. Reigns defeats Lesnar. And he is the unified universal heavyweight WWE champion, whatever they want to call it. Uh, But this match, you know, it was like, it, it didn't feel like a WrestleMania main event because it was literally what we've seen before with these two men in the match. Um, and and I don't know if Roman Reigns is injured There's stuff that he may be injured with his shoulder. Um, I'm not sure if he's actually injured. He's supposed to be here tonight on Monday Night Raw. So we'll see. Um, but I I don't think that he's actually hurt, but people said maybe he was hurt. That's why I ended early, but this was, you know, this made no sense to me. You know, Reigns had him in the Camaro lock. Um, I believe it was Heyman that pushed the rope towards him, uh, and then Lesnar went for another F five. Reigns gets out of it, hits one spear, and and the match was over. Like it, it just it feel like it felt like it was just lackluster. It felt like you know, it was just a quick finish. Like I, I was disappointed in this. I thought it could have been way better. Uh, but Dad, what what do you think? You know, I I like the result. Reigns should have won that to fine, but I think they should have gave them a little bit extra time, maybe cut the new day match. Like, you know, I, I think that was completely unnecessary. It, it was a smackdown match. You could do that on SmackDown, but I thought that they deserved maybe a bit more time and, and a bit better storytelling, bit better wrestling, because this was what we've seen before rinse and repeat, the, and this was not a really this was not a great wrestling main event.
1: You know, I mean you gotta remember Lesnar is a picking time bomb. You know, so there's only so much that they can kind of, uh, you know, get through to him and how long and, and stuff. So, I, you know, I buy you a whole bunch of different things to come into play. Um, you know, when, when, you know, you're the main event and you got to lose. So, yeah. um, I think when, when the announcers are sort of saying, Oh, his shoulder's injured, it's usually just part of the story. I think, I don't right. think he was really injured that, yeah. that, you know, they needed to end it that fast, but, uh, uh, now, having said that, you know, there could be something that already existed, maybe in training, maybe in thing, that, you know, it was getting aggravated, you know, the longer they went. So, uh, you know, I guess they went with the plan B to sort of uh, make the match a little quicker. And I think time was of an essence as well. Um, yeah, the, yeah, if they left that match out on Saturday, they more than could have left it out on Sunday yeah, as well. Yeah. give These guys a little more time. But uh, you know, uh, what, uh, that's that's how it goes sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I think that yeah, they could have done a better job with this. But I'm curious to see where this goes. I think you're right. I think it's just a you know a fake injury. I don't think he's actually injured. But tonight on Monday Night Raw should be interesting. Um, they have confirmed Cody Rhodes will return and speak. Um, Universal Champion Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns will speak as well. And Veer Mahan after like. 50 months, it feels like he's going to debut. So everyone is so excited to see Veer Mahan because, you know, it almost seems like this guy is going to get the biggest cheer of all time because everyone's like, yo, when is this guy going to actually wrestle? Um, But he's finally going to wrestle tonight and everyone's looking forward to that. Uh, But last thing, dad, you know, what, what did, what, in your opinion, what was your, you could say favorite or more enjoyable night out of the two? Because in my opinion, I think night one was better. Um, It had better matches, you know, it had better moments, I believe. Uh, but you know, I thought night one was better because most of the matches on night two did not live up to their standard.
1: You know, I, I think I, I agree. Uh, definitely, the uh, the first night. Um, yeah. You know, I think everything kind of went according to plan, um, and uh, you know, they made it a really, really, uh, you know, fun and competitive uh, night. Mm -hmm. Um you know, when when you have, you know, the biggest main event and it's, you know, as you, you know, hearing everywhere and you said that it was a bit of a disappointment. So, you know, it's always going to sort of be a little bit of a letdown. So, uh, but uh, overall, I think they, you know, they, you know, pretty much um, accomplished what they wanted to. uh, And uh, I think it's the first time that they've done a two day event so it's always a learning experience and I think uh, you know you watch next year and all these little things will be corrected and uh, they're going to come back strong
0: yeah yeah. it looks like WrestleMania going forward is going to be a two night event so I, I think that's more preferable more enjoyable um, but they just should just plan out the match cards so that both nights are spectacular because I think they always load up the first night so people are excited for the next night and I think they got to do a better job of spacing it out and, and planning better matches for both nights and make it both enjoyable um, but you know, the last thing, where do you rank this WrestleMania? You know, there hasn't been that many great WrestleManias in the past. I think the last WrestleMania that was actually really good was 31 and this was 38, you know, 32 was not ter- 32, 33 and 34. Um, uh, were not really that good. Um, 35 was like really, really too long. A lot of people complain about that. Um, I believe 36 is the COVID one behind closed doors, obviously. And then 37 was obviously another COVID one. Uh, but they did have some fans, but this was a great WrestleMania in my opinion. I think it's the best since 32. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, there's a lot of great angles to see where they go from here. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, but uh, yeah, what, what do you think? Was this a really good WrestleMania in your final thoughts?
1: I mean, look, it was a good WrestleMania, but I think WrestleMania 32 has set the bar so high that, uh, uh, you know every year they they it's gonna take them uh, something really, really amazing and uh, great to, to actually equal or better that. Um, but uh, you know like 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 we said, uh, it was the first time that it was a two day event right so it's a little different, so uh, you know they had to treat all the matches a little different to even it out, balance it out so, but, uh, you know, as I said, I, I see them correcting all these uh, and then putting on a uh, new, you know, bigger, uh, bigger event next year.
0: Yeah, I agree. And sorry, that was actually WrestleMania 31 that I meant to say was actually the, the last best one. So it's been a while. But, you know, next year in L.A. and Hollywood, they're going to promote that. It's going to be a big show because it's L.A. And I expect them to have even bigger names than Cody Rhodes, Stone Cold come back. But, you know, you can't always bank on the big names you should have a really good core foundation of big matches and then obviously have those big surprises because you know that they want to get the rock, you know, they want to probably get John Cena and, you know, maybe obviously Cody Rhodes is going to be their Roman reigns. So they've got a great core set, Randy Orton edge, you know, that, that, that can have a great WrestleMania next year. Now everyone's looking forward to it. I think this is a great WrestleMania and I'm um, looking forward to see what happens on Monday night raw tonight. Uh, But we will have promo school, another episode for you guys tomorrow, guys. Uh, It is Leafs game day, a big game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we'll have, obviously, Leafs talk on Thursday. Uh, But, yeah, great WrestleMania. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you later this week. Thanks, guys.